Spurs. No, no, the Spurs probably wouldn't employ someone who dated a Kardashian. Mm, geez, yeah. elitist. It's not elitist. It's just smart team building. Oh, why is that? Because the Kardashians are a goddamn mess. Hmm, I'm going to just ignore that. Every, I'm just going to side Okay, that. I want you to go through the athletes that the Kardashians have dated. James Harden, how's he doing? Awful. He had the worst year of his career. Everybody hates him as a basketball player, and he mm-hmm. alienates all of his teammates. Mm-hmm. Second one. Mm-hmm. Keep going. Um, Lamar Odom, he, hello. Uh, okay, massive drug problem, almost killed mm-hmm. himself. Okay. Next. Um, that one that Kim Kardashian married for like five. Oh, Chris Humphreys. Okay, irrelevant basketball player who was married <laughs> to her for 17 months. Next. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, Reggie Bush, is he football? Reggie Bush, a football player who was highly touted coming out of college and is now irrelevant. <laughs> tore his ACL last year, sli- slipping on a patch of concrete. Next. Fuck. They are, at, they're like typhoid Mary. They like Dude. suck the life out of these people. They do. That's if you dark. are an athlete, do not date a Kardashian. Jeez, rule of thumb. Do you think every coach is saying that's like the new incoming <laughs> like class? New? <laughs> Everyone knows this. This has been a thing for a while. Yikes. Why are they so scary to athletes? What is this power? They're like rogue from X-Men. They do. They suck out all of the athletes, um, you know, uh, mana, I guess you could say, and use it to fuel their never-ending cursed train of of uh hmm. media media savvy i guess yeah I no they're media obsession it's true i feel like they like stay youthful by sucking the life i feel like it's like the space jam basketball like they it literally is. just like are the small dinky monsters and then they like take the basketball like mojo and become like monsters yes it's true it's very true. It's very true. Um we should also quickly talk we should talk about the announced space jam sequel. <laughs> They have okay. The announced Space Jam sequel is such a crazy. All of these remakes that are coming out. There's a remake of Space Jam. There's a Star War. There's a new uh, uh, Power Rangers reboot that they're gonna right. do. Right, I've heard about it. There's like, isn't there another remake coming out? Oh my god, there's so many. There's always a remake. There's a magnificent Magnificent Seven remake coming out. There's always a remake coming out. Space Jam Two is a surprising one, and I'm like unsure about it. It's funny because like. The first Space Jam was so was such a legendary movie because like Michael Jordan was such a transcendent sports figure. Right, you can't recreate it with someone of any lesser. Yeah, and like star Le- power. LeBron is so not Michael Jordan. It's not even funny. But he is a better actor. <laughs> he probably <laughs> that's true. Probably be funnier right. with him in it. You're right. You're right. LeBron's much funnier in front of TV than than Michael Jordan was. Yeah. But still, like LeBron. But it's not enough. No, it's true. Seeing Michael Jordan. The, like part of like the the optics of Space Jam are of seeing two really iconic American things together that don't really make sense. Like yeah, no one's as famous as Michael Jordan. No, and like especially right now, kids don't care about LeBron. They care about Steph Curry. Right, and even he, that wouldn't still really. Yeah, no, I mean it's, it wouldn't be the same. Much. But again, it's not it's not for adults. Someone at work pointed out that this isn't this isn't a, a movie for adults. This is a, this is a, a piece of work for children. So. It's true. It's true. The children of the world enjoy LeBron James and Space Jam too. I guess I don't know. I think they're hinging their bets on on like a on like the wrong thing. I don't think they're. I think they're getting something wrong about who that movie's for. I think it's going to be for kids. But if you're smart, you're making it for like twenty something. Yeah. yeah. So I don't really know what they're what they're like going to do with it. 
But right. yeah, I feel like it should be like someone like Beyonce or it should be like Drake. <laughs> like I know you need sports, but it should be someone who's sort of like who's just like transcendently famous right now. It's true. You it's know, true. someone the world stops for. Michael right. Jordan and Beyonce are like more similar than like like Michael Jordan and LeBron are. Yeah. Oh man. That's accurate. It's very accurate, LeBron yeah. James. Um, LeBron James. Wait, hi everyone. Yeah, hi. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you guys, people? <laughs> I'm doing well. Today is Cinco de Mayo. We're recording this on a Thursday. Hell yeah. Are you, you blacked out? Do you have a marg? Um, yeah, I do. Let me just sip it real quick. Whoa, dude. Mm. Tastes like coffee. Weird. Oh, um, whoa. <laughs> that's crazy. Happy sync. I'm glad we didn't record on May 4th. I hate when people are like, may the 4th be with you. Be with you. I'm like, okay, it sounds like you have a lisp. This is pathetic. <laughs> like, what is this? Can't you see May the 4th being an actual holiday 10 years down the line? Oh, my God. Like a corporate sponsor holiday. I'm kind of surprised it's not at this point. I kind of feel like we're going to have holidays implemented into the calendar based on the popularity of like their Snapchat filters. Yeah. <laughs> May the fourth filter must have been really popular. It wasn't on Snapchat yesterday, right. so I didn't see. You know that you know that yeah, like uh, the fifth of November is gonna have like some Guy Fox Snapchat mask. Oh my god. Oh Snapchat should definitely do a Guy Fox like face filter on November the fifth. Yeah. Or yeah, yeah. Is that what it is? Fourth or fifth? Fifth. fifth, yeah. Wouldn't that be great? That would be so good. That would be. Um, great idea. We should send that. Snapchat? Yeah. Are you don't, listening? Don't take our ideas. Yeah, we have, don't a legal, <laughs> we have a legal team. We have a legal team in the air, um, listening at all times. <laughs> um, are you okay, Jack? Yeah. Oh, close one. Um, but, yeah, that's a really good idea. But I hate me. Cinco, um, Cinco de Mayo is one of those holidays you can just kind of feel in the air. It's, like, bubbling, and it's, you know, you wake up, and it just doesn't feel like a normal day. You know, it's Cinco de Mayo. <laughs> so um, I'm pretty excited. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. Well, all right. Okay, before we get into it, we're going to be talking about uh, the new Drake album, Views, which dropped last Friday, I believe, right? April 29th? I believe, yes. Yeah, I think so. We are, last Friday. We'll also be touching on uh, I Already Forget. I believe we <laughs> <laughs> No, we'll be touching we'll be touching um, on the new I'm Game of Thrones. Uh, we'll be touching on the new remember, Game of Thrones yeah. uh, season that uh premiered 2 weeks ago, uh but this last episode was so very lit mm. that we Was it lit AF? We, it really? was very lit AF. Mm, I'm excited to hear about it. And we'll it have from to you. we'll have to go over it because you need to be filled in and I need to get it off my chest. Yeah, take it off your chest and shove it in my mouth. Then we will be going on to our typical good friend of the week. Devil Tongue of the Week. But first... It's a classic. But first, the latest installment of our new weekly segment, Hate Crime of the Week. I cannot believe that we have a third week in a row of this. Listeners, we are excited for the week when we announce that we don't have to do this. Yeah. We're thrilled, but it's just not happening this is more every a, single week. This is more of a responsibility than it is uh, anything else. I yeah, mean, honestly, we're obligated a moral, to do it's this. an obligation. It's a moral yeah. obligation with great power. This podcast comes great responsibility. Right. The crime of the week. Right. Um, and it's painful. This week, it's not about Chobani. We've taken a pause on Chob Ghazi. Thank um, God. You know, right now we're in sort of stalemate. Bought the yogurt. Um, I have until December of 2016, mm. the end of this year, to use them. And you mm. bet your sweet ass I'm going to be stretching <laughs> this out until the very last minute. Because um, that's a lot of content. That's a lot of holes oh. to fill. Um, so we will definitely be updates is. on the Chobes. 
Um, but no, this week's hate crime is an emotional one. I was brutally rebuffed by a crush, and I am oh, in fuck. emotional pieces in my room currently. How do you feel about it? That's pretty rough. What happened? Do you you did you lay your heart in the line and then uh, get get uh, denied? Mm, not quite. I should rein it in a little. This isn't quite Shakespearean. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> But definitely a little bit of my feelings, sir. Here's the story. So last week we went to that Olsen Twin Museum. Remember this? Yes. So the one of the two people who like launched that museum, um, like it's like a boy and a girl. Like they started this museum in their apartment. They started a Tanya Harding, Nancy Kerrigan museum in their apartment hallway. (laughs) Um, And I met this boy like in August of last year when I took my friend Anne Marie to like visit right. it. She was in town with her English boyfriend right. and I was obsessed with the idea of taking her to see this because once she loves the Tanya she loves the scandal. Right. But her English boyfriend like does not know who these people nor are. Nor should he <laughs> like, nor should he. Nor should yeah. he. Um so he was just like, well like oh, I don't get it like so confused and we were like in an apartment hallway and he's like this is not a museum. Is this an American <laughs> museum? And I was like mm, not really. Um so we're walking around looking at it. So this guy like gives me a tour and it was like really it gives us all a tour. It was really great, really funny. He, me and the roommate become like Twitter friends over the course of like the months since like last August. I'm not going to do the math. Right. Um and we become Twitter friends and then like after a while he and I are just talking and eventually Ooh. we slide into each other's Instagram oh. DMs and are like, yo, what up? Um, we're like talking and then I'm like, Hey, like we should hang out sometime. And like, he's like, yeah, it's super down. We hang out. Um, it's like, great. We like hang out for like four or five hours. And like afterwards he's like, this was really fun. Like, what are you doing this weekend? Or like next week, like, immediately trying to make new plans. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, for sure. <laughs> um, and he was about to launch this second like museum yes. thing, yes. um, which was this Olsen twin thing that we went to. He was about like two weeks away from it opening. Yeah. Um, and so the next week, we we're, like, trying to make plans to hang out, but, like, because of, like, this museum, it was just, like, so intense. He's like, yeah, like, this – they, they held it in, like, an abandoned doctor's office. Yeah, that was weird. Um, it was great, but very crazy, and it was, like, disgusting. He's like, I literally have to, like, clean this entire building <laughs> um, before I can even begin the handmade decoration process. The theme of this exhibit was, like – it was, like, jungle themes, so they had to, like, hand-cut leaves and, like – put black paper and where it's like homie got like really busy but at one point he was like you should come and help me like cut out magazine clippings from like Olsen twins of like the Olsen twins like help me put them up and I was like that's a really cute request um <laughs> but no is that what you no, said I was like yeah definitely like I didn't get to uh, like he ended up being like I'm scrapping it because it was just like too uh, intense um and he just like had these like pre-made binders of like the magazines instead of like putting them up everywhere um yeah which you saw so yeah. then I was like, okay, whatever. I'm going to like roll through with like all of my friends because I'm nervous to see this boy I have a crush on. So I came with you, Pam, Abby, yeah. Rula, Phil. Yeah. It was just like rolling in deep to just be yeah. like, squat with it. Um, walk in. It was great. He and I were like talking in the hallway. There was like, a, there was like people there, but he was like chatting it up with me. I was like, okay, cool. And then we were like just hanging out, right. whatever. Then I leave and he texts me. I was like, thanks for coming. And then we're like talking to the evening. And I was like, that's like very nice like, text after unnecessary this is open to the public why would you text unless you're like hey what up um right so then we're like talking and then this week i'm like hey like what are your plans like do you want to hang out and it's like a little more like choppy like the response is like a little choppier um Mm. and then i was like and then like the next day i was like what's up like do you want to or not like what's going on and then he's like okay so like this is bad timing because someone that things suddenly got a little bit more serious with someone I met a while ago. So I don't want to mm. send the wrong message. Uh. Um, 
Is that are, is that it? Yeah, that is literally it. <laughs> what do we think? Uh, it sounds like he did the right thing and, and stopped uh, leading you on. It's true. Okay, so what? How do we place <laughs> this in the timeline? What do we think happened? They, this hate crime of the week is about to delve into sort of an investigative serial type analysis. What do we think has happened right. over the course of like the two weeks? What do we read into that message? What do you think? Look, maybe. Look, maybe. You show up at the Olsen Twins Museum. He gets a little heart fluttering, butterflies in his tummy. That's mm-hmm. cool. But then, I mean, you don't know what's in this guy's history. Maybe he's got some long-lost lover that that uh, there's a, a bunch of uh, things going on mm-hmm. with. And you know what I mean? Things happen. And it sounds right. like someone who is deeper rooted in his uh, romantic past mm-hmm. has resurfaced. Mm-hmm. And it's nothing personal against you. Right. It's just something that this guy's got to get through. Interesting. You are one of the. You are one of. So I've been talking to everyone who will listen about this, um, and yeah. there have been two competing theories. One is that that it's someone, some like old flame situation, which I don't know. This sounds like someone knew where things suddenly sort of escalated and mm. was happening parallel. But I think you might write the other one. Is, the other one that I've heard from three people is they're like, he probably found out he has an STD. Whoa. <laughs> Which is like, Damn, not, dude. I really don't think it's that. And then one of my friends was like, probably yeah. AIDS. I was like, I'm going to have you like rain it right in. <laughs> oh, fuck. I know. And this is coming from someone who's paused. No, I'm kidding. Um, oh, shit. not going to like introduce that to the podcast vocabulary. Um, being being paused. paused. <laughs> that was a rough, that was a rough catchphrase for a long brunch. I really like that catchphrase. Did you like it? I brought it back home. Yeah. And my roommate Alex was like, "Ugh," and <laughs> and Rula was like, "Ugh," and I even I was like, "Ooh." It was like three bad noises. I woke up the next day and like cleaned my mouth out. I was like, "This isn't gonna happen," Aww. but I like it. I'll, maybe I'll save it just for you. Um, I'll definitely litter it in my um, wedding wedding speech, of which I want to be speech Please number do. three. I repeat. Yep. Um, sure. So, yeah, okay, so tell me this. I want this, like, cis, straight, white male perspective, like, okay. which is really an asset right now. <laughs> no, but, like, really, okay. do you, okay, first of all, do you think he was feeling it before, or did he think we were just hanging out as friends? I don't think he thought no. we were hanging out as friends. I feel like he, yeah, I mean, if you get a text, the text after the after you came is a dead giveaway that this dude was interested. Wait, right? I agree. And also the fact that he mentioned... Some some like romantic fling from the past. Or what did he say to you? He didn't want to give the wrong message because why? Something came up. He was like, so this is bad timing because someone I will read this text directly. I'm going to read yeah. it directly on the air. Let me see. OK, he was like, um, it's bad timing because things got a little more serious with a guy I met a mm-hmm. while ago. So I don't want to send the wrong message. I mean, he clearly is interested in you. You think so? Yeah, but it sounds like this other person... Is just taking up the brain space right now. Yeah, probably. But where'd this person come from? Was he there all along? Was it a parallel situation that escalated? It's not like he showed up in the last, like, five days. He must have been around the whole time. I've never been in a a parallel parallel relationship situation, so I wouldn't be able to... You've never done dating multiple people at once? No, I've never done that, so I wouldn't be able to help you that way, but... Sure, but you know it's a thing. Yeah, I mean, it does sound like this person definitely wanted to F you, Mm -hmm. um... And, I was uh, doing. I'd be doing the effing. Okay, yeah, so yeah, if anyone's you, you, listening, I'm not a bottom bitch. No, I'm um, <laughs> I mean, it, yeah. I but mean, anyway, it's, it's 2016. Whatever was going to happen in the bedroom, the point is, it didn't even get to that point. It's possible that you could go both ways too. I mean, I imagine there's some there's some role switching. Oh, 100 percent. Of course. On. But yes, anyway, that's, that's like irrelevant. Much, that's irrelevant right. to this because I'm not even getting in the front door. Right. And I'm talking buildings. Right. Uh, but it does sound like this person. Um, 
although it might be frustrating for you, I can understand. You at least didn't get let on because right. a, a hurt, a hurt ego uh, is not a fun thing to deal with, especially mm. when uh, you're already emotionally invested in someone. Right. So this this is pre investment, which is good. Right. Pre like real investment. It was right. like infatuation, obsession, but not quite. Real this is authentic like investment. The level of disappointment this should bring you should be like, damn it. Right. Not like fuck this guy. Right. Right. I shouldn't be like Charlie Browning, but I should be like ugh. Right. Yeah. Right. So, like, my terror alert should be, like, orange, yellow. Well, what is it? Isn't red the most one? Red's the most. So it should be, like, yellow to green. Yellow to green. You're right. Okay, I'm going to keep it at yellow to green. But you're also confirming that I'm not, like, a lunatic. Like, he was, like, feeling it. Whatever happened was, it has nothing to really do. I mean, it has a little to do with me. Clearly, I wasn't enough to, like, dump this other person over. But nevertheless, I wasn't crazy, right? I mean, it's just kind of, maybe, and maybe it's bad timing. The fact that he said it was bad timing makes me think that he's leaving the door open for you, bruh. Yeah, maybe. But then what? What am I going to do? Like, wait around? I'm not waiting, but like... No, you're not just waiting like, around. Like, what? Will he, like, hit me up maybe down the line when this other person mysteriously dies? Who knows? Mysteriously dies? Yeah. Are you going to kill this person? Or what? You're alluding to... I'm not confirming or denying anything. Murder? Oh, okay. Mm, no, I'm not going to I'm not gonna elaborate, but let's hypothetically say that, like, you know, there's a huge amount of acid. Right. And, like, things okay. can disappear easily. Right. Leaves no trace of evidence. And it leaves no trace of evidence. Let's say that, like, that just, like, something ha- involving his, this person's body and, like, this acid happens. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not saying I'm involved, mm-hmm. but I'm saying that, like, it's America in 2016. Like, anything true. can happen. Do you know it's what true. I mean? So what's going to happen after, like, people find acid but people can't find this person? Like, is he going to hit me up? Like, what do you think? Yeah, I think he, there's a strong possibility. Make sure okay. that you maintain contact with this guy though don't be too forward with uh your romantic intentions right 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 and uh rein it in try to play the little friend guy a little bit okay and then when your acid plan comes to fruition that's when you strike got it you think i should stay in contact like irl or like keep it like social media as it had been from august to like or like late last month try irl every once in a while but you know Hit the old like button on the tweets every once in a while. Or, be present. Be peripherally or, yeah, present. Yeah, a little double tap on an Instagram post every mm. once in a while. That is such good advice. Yeah. Basically just, like, don't disappear. Right. Don't disappear. Don't fall okay. off the face of it. Unless this guy is just a jabroni and you're, like, over it. No, zero. I don't think it's that. Right. No one's been saying that, and I trust your word. So I'm going to I'm gonna linger, like, the ghost of Christmas past, present, and future. Yeah. Um, I'm going to aggressively like everything. No, I'm kidding. But no, that's, that's good advice. Rain it in. Be cool. Just be yourself, bro. Okay. You've got other. You've got other tweets to like. You've got other IGs to like. That's true. I got other people to linger. Let's get exactly. Real. Exactly. Okay. Make sure you play the field just like this guy is. For you sure. You don't want to seem too desperate. You're totally right. In the meantime, I will Amazon Prime a huge vat of acid, but like just on reserve. My apartment's right. big enough. Exactly. And honestly, that dog could use a bath if you feel me. Yeah. Who doesn't? Who doesn't need a bath? Who doesn't need an acid wash bath? Yeah, me neither. Okay. Oh, so I've actually thought of a, of a hate crime myself. We were just going to so keep it. I'm so sorry that you also have one, but please say it. My hate crime is the outfit Madonna wore at the Met Gala. Are, so are you fucking kidding me with that thing? <laughs> what about when she showed up and it was like, okay, like, not bad, and then she, and then turned, she turned around, around. and was like, fuck! <laughs> Like, we were so close. 
It was a hate crime on my sensibilities and my eyeballs. Oh my god! I wanted to ri- like talk about needing to Amazon Prime a vat of acid. Like I'm gonna pull this shit out and put them in there. And let my sockets just be like places for raisinettes during a movie. Yes. I don't need eyes anymore, bruh. That was awful. Why did she do this? Well, she was. She was. Uh, she says it's a political statement. What were the politics against ageism, dude? <sighs> Okay, she really puts me in an awful position. Yes, I'm being totally ageist. I get it. Oh, but fuck. it's not like I'm looking oh, at this shit. and being... I'm not looking at this picture and being like, ugh, like, if you were younger, this would be hot. You're no. old and you look gross. It's more just like, I just question, like, Madonna, like, you are you are Madonna. You are the most famous female pop star. You will forever be the most one, most important female pop star ever. Forever. You should show up to these events in a gown. You should be royalty. <coughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. She right. needs to show up to these events with, like, with so that people are sort of like, holy shit. Like, we need to see less of Madonna so that when we see her, it's yeah. like, oh, my God. Like, that's Madonna. Right now, yeah. I feel like Madonna just won't leave. Maybe that's part of her plan. I don't know what to think. Yeah, it was pretty rough. I mean, if she looked good in it, it wouldn't be ageist, right? We would all like it, but she looks like a, a, a lumpy bag of flowers. Yeah, I mean, I will say she has, like, a nice ass for someone her age. No. She has, like, a, she has, like, it's, like, a firm butt. It looks like a grandma butt. Really? I thought it was pretty, it's, like, plump. No. No? No. <laughs> hard no? Hard no. Emphasis on hard. I, I mean, just the, just this picture I'm looking at. I'm looking at it, too. Uh, it's also, it's full... really not on theme. No, I didn't even know what the theme was. It was fuck. literally ex machina. It was like fucked up dresses or something. Yeah, it was, it was fuck me up. It was fuck right. up my eyes. That was right, the theme. fuck up my eyes. <laughs> like, that is on theme, then, if that's Madonna's, uh, if that's the uh, theme, Madonna's dress is on theme. Yeah, I'm going to be honest, a lot of people this year were on theme, if the theme was fuck up my eye sockets. <laughs> Katy Perry showed up, and I was like, Jesus Christ. Fuck. These people should be shot on sight. The McDonald's so anyway, crazy. Yeah, I'm looking at her at the backside of her of her quote unquote dress. It looks like it's just a series of leather straps, um, but <laughs> just like the like the hard aggressive thonginess of this, it right. just looks like it's um, the thongishness is undeniable. It looks like a hot dog that's been tied with twine. <laughs> <laughs> she looks like a Seven Eleven hot dog that rolled all the way to a Berlin sex club. Yeah. It's a problem. Also, I will say that, like, the other thing is that this is not an outfit that's foreign to Madonna. I've seen her in things like this before. Really? Yeah, mm. haven't you? Don't you feel like you've seen variations of this outfit? It's not really like Madonna even shows up with these, like, grand political outfits that are sort of, like, unlike the Madonna that we know. Like, they're all variations of the same bullshit. Like, go mm. back to the last, like, four Met Galas. It's always this, like, leather cap, like bustier bullshit like you know fishnet stockings i'm like girl this year's theme was like robot like how did you get here (laughs) yeah she needs to chill out a little bit she needs to chill out she needs to like tame her madonna she needs to like trust that the madonna-ness of madonna is so much bigger than anything she's doing right now that like she just needs to settle back like show up in like a silver gown with like a train that is like as big as Rihanna's omelet dress from last year. Yeah. Like, you are Madonna. Right. And stop with the plastic surgery. Oh, stop with the plastic surgery. Just be a queen. Like, oh, my God. Ugh, it's so tough. But yeah, I also out. love her. I don't know. It's tough. Every time she does this shit, I'm just like, mm. 
like mom please right right it feels like your mom embarrassing you is definitely that is a good hate crime that wouldn't really hurt when i saw that i quickly scrolled past i was like i can't look at this right now <laughs> I'd, like, go, I'd like sneak past, do a couple like slow thumb downs, like and see it in bits. Yeah, me too. Fuck. Anyway, so that was it. Two good hate crimes, one bad week. <laughs> right. <laughs> one bad week. Should we rename our podcast One Bad Week? <laughs> we should. We should do like a separate podcast. When we start a podcast network, that'll be a separate podcast. Yeah, that'll be like a short sort of like um, like sources say kind of thing called One Bad Week, where we just devote the hate crime of the week into its own sort of series of complaining. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone keep your eye out for the um, GFN, Good Friends Network. <laughs> yeah. One bad week. One bad week. Okay, okay, let's get started on you talking about Game of Thrones because I have an announcement. I watched the first episode of Game of Thrones. Oh, Are you whoa. proud? I watched the pilot. What'd you think of it? <laughs> it was pretty good. I still hate this show and literally don't know if I can watch it. <laughs> the entire time I was like, did this happen or not? Oh my God, And dude. everyone in the room was like, no, no, none of this happened. And I was a, like, right? They're like, it's a yeah. fiction. It's a piece <laughs> of fiction, bruh. No, totally. I was, like, losing my mind. I was like, that's what I'm talking about. Like, this shit didn't happen. They're like, no, we know. Like, yeah. there's going to be dragons. I was like, right, yeah. Like, what? What did you think of the uh, pilot episode introducing uh, incest and um, infanticide? Right. It, it pretty much within the span of, like, two minutes. Yeah. Right? And a lot right. of incest, like... Khaleesi's brother like wants to like get down, Fucker. right? Yeah. Yep. There was tons of it. I was like, okay, like Malfoy alert. Who are these two? And then like infanticide. Okay, wait. Does that boy come back? Did he come back in this week's episode? Uh, what? The, oh, well, kind of. But he's, he's like, he doesn't die. I mean, that's like, he doesn't die. He doesn't die. Okay, because no. I was seeing pictures on Twitter with a boy who looked like obviously five years older than the kid who was killed in the episode I just watched. And I was like, is yeah. this that bitch? What are the chances that I like just watch this pilot um but it was great the budget is way lower it's really funny yeah i think you can just like it does not feel expensive yet it doesn't feel cheap but the show does not feel expensive yet right now it's like so expensive they might not they might have to like cut it short because it's too much Dude, it doesn't need to be that expensive. I know, I know. (laughs) Why don't they just make it less expensive? Because they fucking, I don't know. They, like, go everywhere in the world to shoot it. It's ridiculous. It's so unnecessary. That's so funny because the scene where, like, future Aquaman and, like, Khaleesi are, like, having sex on, like, I don't know, a beach or something. Future Aquaman. It literally looked like a, like, I don't even know, like, B-roll footage from The Bachelor, like, on a sun. The sun. I was like, this just does not look like the past or an alternate universe, as you people call it. I know. It could have easily been, like, shot in Orange County or something. Yeah, it literally looked like it was, like, going to have Lauren Conrad's voiceover be like, previously on Laguna Beach, I was fucked on a bunch of rocks by Aquaman. Like, literally. (laughs) Jesus. It was so weird. I was like, this, I'm sure if I, like, stick through it by by season three, it's going to be like, whoa, this is a movie. But right now, it looks like a weird, like, Lifetime fantasy series. But how is this week's episode? Because this is the first episode where they're, like, off book, literally. It's fucked up. Um... It's so fucking crazy to see how much quicker the people who run the TV show want to get through all of the stupid plot points that George R. R. Martin just keeps, like, going back to. Really? This, so there yeah. are plot points that are there in the air that they're grappling with, and they just want to get through it, but it's still not stuff that's in a book? Kind of. They're, like, ha- they're like doing half-half, right? They're, like, halfway still going through some of the stuff they haven't gotten through from the books. And then the other half, they're, like, saying, okay, let's fucking hurry this shit up. So, like, this past episode, Jon Snow finally came back to life. Oh, really? Finally. Spoiler alert. Get yeah. into it. We all knew, right? Right. We all knew. 
Um, but th- this episode had like five deaths that were just like shocking and and everyone who follows the series were like, what the fuck? Really? Still? You guys are still surprised when they like randomly kill someone? It's just it's it, I'm not surprised that these people die, but it's just the the swiftness and like right. how how like it just seems like snap the snap of the fingers. This guy's dead all right. of a sudden. I feel that. Yeah, I mean, it's just like, it's crazy. You can tell that this season is going to be, it feels like the season's going to have moments like this last episode every single week. Oh, yikes. What makes you think that? They're just so full in. Yeah, well, because this this fucking episode was the second second episode of the season. And, like, there were at least four moments where you're like, holy shit. So what tier of relevance were the people that died? Like, if first tier is, like, main characters, like, what tier characters died? Uh, First tier, second tier? uh, Well, I mean, it's tough because there's so many important people that die in this series. Right. (laughs) But just, just like, just, like, I mean, probably, like, third tier, second tier characters died last week. But just... Like, I mean, I can't get into it with you because if you're starting to, to watch it, I don't want to spoil too much. Right, right. But, like, you, um, like it's not like Kristen Cavalieri died, but, like, Jen Bunny like, died. So, like, in this last episode, there's, like, a character who's, like, so despi- despicable and hateable. Everybody mm-hmm. just can't wait for this guy to get his comeuppance. Mm-hmm. And he, like, murders his father and his father's newborn baby. He, like, feeds the baby to the dogs. Oh! It's just, like... The level of fucked upness the and violence. yeah, violence and just like aggressive anger uh, from oh, this dude. My you want, God, people just want him to die so quickly, and it, it just feels like it's never going to happen. Right, and he's just doing awful things. He fed a baby to a dog. Yeah, yeah. Shit. Yeah. Oh, that is so gnarly. That makes me want to watch the show. It's shit like that that I'm like, mm, oh, do yeah. I want it? <laughs> Yeah, this there's a whole season there's a whole season where this character who's like so fucked up it, 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 he's like uh in every episode but the portions of his story are just him torturing this one guy. Oh my god, are you kidding me? Like every so time they cut back for a little more it's just him like ripping someone's intestines out? Yeah, pretty much. It's him like flaying this guy's skin and cutting his dick off and like Oh my god, honestly, and, like rude. fucking with him mentally and stuff. You love oh, it. Oh fuck, I would You're love, love that it, stuff. Dude. I'd be taking notes. Are you kidding me? Right, exactly. You'd be like, Rob, are you paying attention? Why are you writing? I'd be like, oh no, I'm paying attention. Yeah. You look over my binder paper, it just says Janet birthday ideas. Yeah, yeah. I'd fuck. play Janet. Yeah, I'd fillet the shit out of Janet. That is so intense. I'm kind of obsessed. Yeah. Wait, but how did it feel to watch the show and be like, they're really doing their own thing? It felt, Did the pace I, of the show feel different? Did it feel like they're just on a different, like, tit? Like, what's the It vibe? definitely felt, the pace definitely felt more like, okay, let's hear this shit up. That's always the thing that changes when they, ch- like, try to, like, push something out of a mythology. Immediately the pace and, like, tone of the show are just, like, quickly fluctuates. Crazy. Yeah. So it felt like, hurry this shit up. And also, I felt naked because I didn't know what the hell's going on. It's weird to think, like, the entire run of the show, I've known what's going to happen. Right. But now this season, I'm just like sitting there like everybody else, not knowing what's going to go down or. That's really neat. It is neat. It's also weird because the author, George R. R. Martin, has said like he's not necessarily going to do the, the things that the show, the showrunners do. Of course not. Yeah. Nor That'd should be he. awful if he did. Yeah. I'd right. be like, who exactly is now the author of this series? <laughs> right. I mean, honestly, and there's like, there's people out there 
who are like big uh, Game of Thrones fans, just like me, you know, mm-hmm. posting on forums or Reddit, Reddit uh, subreddits or whatever, thinking that George R. R. Martin's just going to get lazy and not finish and the not series. Yeah. Right. I mean, it's a this is a pretty unprecedented sort of like um, transmedia situation. I don't. I can't think of any other situation in which like an extremely popular text and like an extremely popular. I don't know, visual version of it have, like, coexisted, and, like, the pace has, like, the speed has switched. Like, I can't think of one example. Not even, like, Harry Potter, which were making movies before the books, like, ever got to this point. I mean, like, I don't think there's ever been an example of this. It's kind of interesting. I'd say that if I was, like, a... If I was, like, a a cultural theory student in college, this would be really worthy of study. Yeah, the the TV show overtaking the books that inspired it. Yeah, totally. Crazy. Like, what does that do to, like, storytelling methods? Like, what does it mean about – what does it say about authorship? Like, who really owns a text when you make it into, like, some, uh, like, a property? You know, it's really interesting. Well, he said – he, like, announced in January that he wasn't going to have the books ready before the start of the season, which he, – He's uh, like, I'm taking a long nap. He seems like someone who'd hibernate. Yeah, dude. He's been hibernating. The last book came out in 2011. Jesus Christ! That was when the first. That was when the series launched. Yeah, it was like the summer after. Yeah, it was. It was the se- when the series launched in two thousand seven. His last book came out then. It's taken him five years to do this last one. It's like, like I'm just I'm worried that this guy like has been too busy uh, collecting checks or, yeah. or or like eating at McDonald's every day because he's so fat. Right. Um, <laughs> no, but, totally. I kind of could see him being like, ugh, they're doing it anyway. Yeah. Right. Totally. How I mean, would you and feel he's old. about that? He, I'd be super disappointed. That'd be sad. Yeah, I would be so. That would be so. That would make me so angry. Yeah. Keep writing and hurry up. I want right. the book. <laughs> Come on, dude. He's Come like, on. okay, okay. He like leans over to grab his laptop and then sees a bag of Doritos and is like, actually, <laughs> grabs the Doritos and rolls the other side. Yeah. But anyway George That is so gnarly He's killing me Did you scream When those people That you didn't know Were gonna die died Uh Um Did you go like this Ah I didn't scream like that But I was like What the hell Did you go What the hell Ah Kind of Yeah Kind of Yeah a little bit Be honest Why not Sure And then was Pam like Oh No Pam was like Shut up (laughs) And you were like yeah, and say yeah. You got the tone. Uh, I think they exactly me, right. I'm really good at impressions. It's yep. weird. Yep. This is my impression of you being scared. Uh. <laughs> wow, it's like you were sitting in the room with us. Yeah, it's it's like I went into your body and like wore your skin as a costume. Right. It's uh. like you. It's like you warged into me. Show reference. <laughs> Definitely. Oh my god, yeah. I'm gonna start doing impressions. Should I do stand up and just do impressions and just for everyone go? Uh. Yes, yeah, yep. Mm-hmm. Like, this is my impression of Bill Clinton. Uh! Right, okay, all right. Okay. All right, something to think about. Well, so that's, that's Game of Thrones. I'm excited for you. I'm glad that you're starting to watch it. Are you proud? Yes. I, I don't know how far you'll get, um, but at least you're trying. The more, yeah, I don't know how far I'll get and how quick, but I will say that it's really nice that there's only, like, ten episodes a season. How did I used to watch, like, entire DVD seasons when I was younger of shows that were, like, one hour, but, like, literally 26 episodes per Yeah, season. like Mad Men? Yeah, what the hell was I up to? Crazy. Also, was- you're um, embarrassing because you still haven't finished Fargo. So <laughs> true. I am so. Do you see why it's ambitious of me to even like remotely touch Game of Thrones right now? Right, right. Like, you will so get a lot going on. Yeah. I'm too busy watching CNN's The Seventies. <laughs> uh. 
learning a lot about Nixon. Okay. He was a good president. Sure, sure. <laughs> Keep telling uh, yourself that. He was good. He did a lot of good shit before He did that. a lot of good shit. He did a lot of bad shit. Yeah. I feel like the bad shit really outweighed the good shit, but the good shit was, like, so good. I News was like, flash. wait, really? That's fucking every president. I know, I know, I know. But I didn't realize that Nixon made good on, like, so many of the counterculture's, like, demands. The war on poverty was all Richard Nixon. I know. That one's rough. But he did deseg- he desegregated the schools. He, like, got rid of the draft. Like, he established the EPA. I didn't know that he was responsible for, like— for, like that good stuff. He yeah. went to China. That I knew, but I didn't realize what a major foreign Ping policy coup diplomacy that was. rod. Right. It's fucked up. Right. Well, anyways, yeah. So good, good parts and bad parts of every U.S. president. That's kind of how it goes. That's how it is. That's how it works. Yes. The crown weighs heavy. The crown. <laughs> Another Game of Thrones reference. Oh, is that a line? Well, probably. Mm, probably. I'm sure, uh, yeah, the I'm first sure episode it's... was called "Winter's Coming." It was like, geez, they've really been plugging this. Since day one. That's the motto of House Stark, bro. Oh, is it? Winter's yeah. coming? Yeah, dude. Um, literally, the first scene is them covered in snow. I was like, bitch, it's here. You guys are freezing. You look, that's, like, miserable. That's the summer. That's how cold it is up in Winterfell, dude. It's summer and it's snowing. Imagine but when like, it's winter. But, like, did it happen like that? No, no, no. This is a, a, a fictional universe. None of this right? happened. Right, right, right? Like, right. I'm watching this and I'm like, okay, but like, did this happen? Like, I'll let you. I'll let you battle that, uh, uh, fight that war uh, by yourself. Yeah, I definitely think it's one of the things that the show really wants, like, challenge, like our perception of like real American history. You know, right? American history. Yep. Yep. Because I'm watching this and I'm like, um, did this happen? Like, oh, <laughs> I hope. I hope that's how you watch it. You should definitely watch, start watching with me. When you're back in New York, I'm going to I'm to interrupt, but like, or not. Like, I just can't. Okay. We move on. We have we have other things to talk about. We do. We have another winter has come. Another winter has come for one Aubrey Drake Graham. Right. In his latest studio album, Views. Originally titled Views from the Six. Originally titled Views from the Six. Now just hashtag views. Which is a good title. It's nice. It is nice. Have you listened to the album yet? I've listened to it. So I didn't give it like the deep dive that I gave, that I gave say, like the Beyonce record or the Kanye record um, right. or the Rihanna record. I have just this like slight... I don't know. I, I don't get excited by Drake. Here's, I like him, but I don't get excited. Here's something, Drake. Newsflash, Drake's PR people. Mm-hmm. Maybe don't release this album a week after Beyonce releases Lemonade. Bad move. Bad move, dude. Bad move. This year has been really front-loaded. We got really, a lot of music early. They really should have put like six months between that and this. I agree. And this record, from what I've heard, like you could release this record in July. Yeah, totally. Summer summer album. Right. It has that pop, what is that one song like pop song or whatever? Like pop <laughs> pop what? can. I don't that know. One song. No, you know it. Like Wait. it's like the uh, it's like the new single pretty Controller? much. Controller? Like, um no, but I like that song a lot. Um, um what, pop style. Pop style. Or sorry, one dance. Oh my god, I'm so crazy. One, one dance. dance. Yeah, the one with like Kalia, the one that's like um oh my god, wait, you know it. How do I play it uh, so for you to hear? Oh, I have my phone right here. I can't play, play it. Yeah, hold on. I can't play it on my computer because I've run out of authorized fucking computers to play my iTunes library on. What are the other ones? How many computers do you have? They're probably all the computers you broke. They definitely are. 
This one? Yeah. You know this one. It's like yeah. playing out of every car right now. Is it really? Does this, you can drop this album in July. This is your new single. It's true. What's yeah. you doing? Like, it's a weird move. I don't know. This is my favorite song on the... On the this is my favorite song on the album. Controller? No, this song called Faithful featuring Pimp C and Division. Mm. Um, your fave. Anyway, but the thing that... What do you think of it? Tell me. People, I mean... It's like Drake, right? It's like a Drake album. It seems a little less... little less sad. Or a little less boggled, at least by family stuff. I didn't... The thing is, like, I'm not really as familiar with Drake's library as some other people. Mm. I think he might be suffering from, like, oversaturation a little bit. I definitely think so. I think that that was the strategy to get Drake to, like, the stratospheric level he's at now, but it will also inevitably be his... Demise. He's like the biggest rapper in the game right now, and I just kind of feel like I need also a minute away from him. I don't know. Yeah, like, dude released two full-length mixtapes in 2015. Right. One of which was pretty weak, and the other of which was, like, the best thing I think he's ever released. I like both of them. I think they were both really good. Yeah, I think if you're reading this, It's Too Late was the best thing Drake's ever done. Really? You, you, but you didn't like the one with Future? I liked it. It just sort of felt sort of... Uh, I didn't know it, it felt like a more interesting album for Future mm. I don't know I kind of listened to that I was like this is a great like Future right now is going through such a prolific moment he's just putting out so much music that that felt like it was caught up in like the Future wave and I was kind of right. like dude Drake like do you need one more thing right now to put your name on like you're I mean that is also the Drake thing to just like drop shit I kind of like that like the whole SoundCloud drop thing is very much like is to Drake what, like, the surprise album is to Beyonce. It's sort of, like, his move on, like, the hip-hop chessboard. And it's, like, a very Drake move. I like that. But I'm also kind of just, like, I need to see less of you. (laughs) Yeah. Like, in the world. I don't know. It's a lot. The, uh... The album cover, of course, took a took a life of its own. Lots of memes out there about the album cover. Right. Which is another Drake strategy. (laughs) Meme it up. The meme, like, yeah. Hotline Bling was, like, designed to be gift. Right. You were just watching that, and you're like, this is what, this that is what he wants. And it's great, it works. But yeah, that was definitely, also reminded me of Drake Shake. Do you remember that app? Yes, I do, and it does remind me a lot of Drake Shake. He probably yeah. got the idea from that. Yeah, which is really funny, because there is one of the Drake Shake stamps is, like, him sitting. Um, <laughs> and I used to use that all the time. So I saw someone on Reddit, like, broke down the image of, this is, like, an image of him sitting on top of the CN Tower in right. Toronto. Right, right. And they like measure. They like estimated the measurements of the the tower around it, and they they like broke down that if this this like couldn't be a real photo because if it was real, Drake would be like seven foot seven. Oh my god! <laughs> right. Like, and he's so small already in it. Yeah. Damn, that building sounds huge. It is. It's big. Jesus, one. I like the I like the album cover actually. It's cool. It's nice, and it, the, the the stuff that people have been doing with it has been interesting. But yeah, it's I good. mean, I think it's a, like a totally decent album. It's it's nothing like really crazy, and I think it probably would have done well if he had just waited a little bit longer. Do you feel like it's not doing well? Or do you feel no, like it's, it's gonna commercially get doing amazing. Like right. apparently it's, it's doing gonna, better than the Beyonce record. I think. Yeah, it's gonna like sell a, th- a million copies by like next week or something. That's nuts. Um, to do that today, yeah, that's crazy. Um, that is but, really crazy. But I mean, like the critics are the critics are like pandering it because they're like, Drake, let's go, dude, do something new, do something different. 
But Especially, what is it that these critics think Drake's capable of doing that he's, like, holding back but on? They, That's they, my question. But the, the thing that they see is they see, like, Kendrick doing, like, his his own interesting stuff with right. The Bubba Butterfly and Untitled and Mastered. They, like, the way that Kanye released his album was super different and interesting. Right. You know, Beyonce doing her thing a week before this gets released. And then this gets released and it just kind of feels like another Drake album. Totally. Yeah. Drake is conventional in that way. No, it's I mean, I think they're right. That has always been Drake's thing. That's my, that's the reason I don't get excited about Drake. Do you know what right. I mean? Like, right. I just find him to be sort of like, in a way, I kind of like appreciate this sort of like showman quality as like when he's, I've seen him perform on, I saw him at GovBall. He's sort of cheesy. Like, I don't know if he like puts it on for like the crowd, not even in like a performing way, but he's just like, you guys are amazing. Like, wow. I'm just like, Uh, Oh my God. You're just like, he's not hard. It's not any of these things that like you want from a rapper, which is like fine. But I don't know. It's weird. It's like, he's just so conventional in that way. And like, I don't know. I was always surprised that with, I've never felt like Drake as an artist has really felt as big as he is. Like, when he headlined Coachella, I was, like, sort of surprised, even though he's the biggest rapper rapping mm. right now. I was still surprised. I was like, I was like, something is not, like, in place. Like, he, like, he, to me, there's, all, there should always be someone that's, like, a little bigger than him, but I don't know who. Yeah, there's not many, many of those artists out there. There aren't. He's just sort of, like, doing this, you know, I don't know. I don't know what to think. I'm never, like, super excited, but yeah, this album's good. I think it's, like, pretty it's like there are songs on it that i really like i don't think the productions are nearly as interesting as anything on if you're reading this is too late i thought that album was like really sparse that album was released right on time that was like released in january and that was like a cold sort of like wintry it was wintry it was very winter is coming it was very stark it was was very stark stark. it was very stark it was a starkly produced album um winter came all over all of us (laughs) um and that was great. That's why I liked that album the most. It felt the most sort of like, you know, thematically unified. It felt sort of like the most reined in. It felt the most sort of like Drake took command of a season and, and that album sort of felt like sort of one whole thing. I think his mixtapes are always a little stronger than his albums. I don't know. Like mm. the album could be, I think, like four tracks shorter. I don't know. Mm. I don't know what to think of it, but God bless. God bless. The album's selling better than the Beyonce record, but the Beyonce record's footprint is bigger. Sometimes the numbers don't really match. You know what I mean? Like, like Adele's last album. Like, that is, like, such a radical success. But that's not, like, the cultural footprint of that album was, like, small. You know what I mean? It was, like, like, 21 was, like, Titanic, and then 25 or whatever was, like, Avatar. Like, one of those movies is, like, bigger than the other, but, like, what's the movie we still, like, quote? You know what I mean? I read a Rembert Brown review of the Drake album, and he compared it to Avatar, where he's like, at the time, oh, really? it was huge. It did so much money. Like, people thought it was, like, going to be one of the most important films in the next 20 years, and, like, today, it's just not. Right. He's I mean, saying that about the Drake record. Yeah. About this Drake record. About yeah, this Drake record. totally. I mean, that is what it feels like. But also, it's too early. Like, maybe it will be big. But, like... Right. I don't think Drake's ever gonna really... I think Drake is the Avatar, or, like, is the Titanic. Like... Drake sort of is the thing that towers over these albums and, like, the music and, like, the hype and the excitement. And then the music itself is always, I think, a little bit in Drake's shadow. I feel like we, I don't know, I just feel like he's, like, selling himself or something. I don't know. It's weird. It's really, really weird. Whereas Beyonce, for instance, like, those two things are in in unison. Like, the Beyonce-ness and the, the album are always sort of, like, the the shadows are parallel or something. It feels like that's the case with Beyonce because she's just less of a public figure. 
I mean, you right, see Drake out all the time. Yeah. She gives you so much less. She would sure. never let you really gift her unless it was sort of like a badass bitch. Yeah. Like, yeah. Remember when she tried to get all those pictures of her at the Super Bowl halftime show right. taken down? Right. And that is a lot. I mean, that is the thing that I do like about Drake. He has more of a sense of humor about himself. I don't think Beyonce really sees much room in her armor for like, you no. know, a chink of yeah. some sort. But no. yeah. But it's good. I'm excited to, like, give it a listen and, like, really be deep in it. But I'm never going to be a Drake super fan. I'm never going to, like, pause my life the way I will for, like, when Kanye does something. I just, yeah. like, I don't, I just don't see it for him. Well, that was Drake. That was Driz. That was Drizzy. Little Drizzy. drizzle guy. That was Driz, Driz little, Daddy. Little drizzle man. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, everyone should listen to it. If you can find it, like, where is it? Apple Music or you have to buy it? Yeah, you can buy it. You oh, can buy it like a normal album. Is Drake on title? Uh, not sure. No, he's he's Apple Music, right? I mean, he's like right. Apple Music. That is guy. so funny. That is really funny to me. I mean, um, I think that tells you a little bit about where he is. You know what I mean? Well, would you want to be on title? Doesn't no, isn't no, title awful? Did he get the invite? I, I don't feel know. like he didn't even get the invite. He probably should have gotten the invite. That would have been the that would have been the best move. I mean, I bet. Yeah, I don't know. I just think that that's sort of a very telling thing about where. You know, I mean, like, Nikki's on title. Nikki's, like, one of the people. One of the yeah, people who signed that contract. They're yeah. both signed to Cash Money, Young Buddy, or whatever. So... Well, title's like, dude, title, come on. Really, title? Right. But That's my response they didn't know that at the title. time. They didn't know that at the time. Right. You know what I mean? And, but also, Apple Music, like... Yeah, but Apple Music is already on everybody's phone. It's just, like, a press of a button away from people subscribing to Apple Music. Title's right. like, you have to download an app? Title was a more ambitious... Leap. Yeah, way more ambitious. So Drake chose the safe corporate choice. That the is safe. the kind of rapper he is to me. Okay. Good you know? point. Good know. point. It, the, the business savvy these days tells you a lot about like, where these people are at. Like, Drake being more aligned with Taylor Swift than with Jay-Z is, like, just yeah. about right to me. Um, but, yeah. God bless. God bless Aubrey. Anyway, we move on to Devil Tongue of the Week. DT. DTOTW. Which is like low key celebratory. The the devil tongue goes to a person, but we are celebrating the event that prompted the devil tongue. Yeah. We're celebrating Ted Cruz's uh, D- Ted Cruz is the devil tongue of the week. He gets it, but we are celebrating his removal from candidacy for the president of the United States. God bless. Right. This dude was so much scarier in a way than Trump was well, to me. Well, because he he believes the shit that he says. Trump just seems like an opportunist, right? Right, right. I almost like didn't know what was scarier, and in a way, I was like, <laughs> "Well, this religious zealot who literally would like make this try to purify this country, I see more real avenues for that happening than any of like the hyperbolic shit that like Trump's saying." Yeah. Even though Trump is just as horrifying to me, I'm more scared of a Cruz presidency because it exists in, like, a rational world. <laughs> right. So, and I'm glad he's gone. And also he has the world's most annoying face. I know the I, internet has said that. This isn't an original take, but it is the most annoying face I've ever seen in my so life. So we got uh, tagged on a, on Joey BK's uh, that Twitter post about the the woman who ended up on Maori, uh, Maury, the Maury Pub yes, show. Yes, shout to Joey, the one who exactly like... <laughs> Ted Cruz. What are we supposed to do with that? That is not even a joke. That woman looks just like him. I will be so. It's like sad that it's like almost sad that he's not going to be running anymore because he has so, so some of the most like some of the funniest moments of this election campaign season. I know. 
It's the, true. The incident where he's trying to hold Carly Fiorina's hand. Oh, my God. That was oh hilarious. The incident where he calls a basketball hoop a basketball ring. <laughs> that was hilarious. It was hilarious when people that, – that gif of, of someone at his rally holding up the sign from Kevin from The Office. Right. Saying, Love like, that. these two people are the same people. It was great um, when the internet rumor about him being the Zodiac killer, that was awesome. That video when he, like, tries to, like, kiss his daughter. You I didn't that? see that one. Oh, my God. He, like, tries to kiss her. She's, like, dodging him or, like, uh, like doesn't do it. He wears two watches at all times. That's weird. Didn't know that. That's so weird. Who wears two watches? And then there was the latest one where, where he's, like, hugging his campaign manager or some old fuck. Yeah. And he elbows his wife, like, four times in, in the, the face. In the fucking face. <laughs> Like, Jesus Christ. So, I'm upset Superstar. about that. I'm sad. We, I will miss that. I will miss that. But it wasn't enough. <laughs> no, I, mean, wasn't I just it. think he embodied, like, the swaglessness of the GOP perfectly. Like, oh, so perfectly. You know, like, Obama just, like, you know, he can, like, he's just, like, the coolest. Like, he's cool. He'll, he'll, he's cool. You can't fake being cool. He'll give handshakes to six people. They'll be, like, a black, like, representative of, like, I don't know, whatever. And he'll, like, dab him or give him, like, a pound. Then, like, there's a deaf person. He'll immediately do, like, a sign language hello. <laughs> yeah. And then he'll be on his way. I'm like, you are just so cool. You're, like, you know, he's just the ease. Yeah. Cruz has no ease. He literally looks like boiled lasagna. <laughs> He looks like boiled ass lasagna. Yeah. Lasagna that came out of someone's ass. Right. I think he'd agree. That's the other thing. I think if I sat him down, I was like, look. You're you boiled look lasagna. like boiled lasagna. He'd be like, I know. He'd be like, yes, you're right. Yes, you're right. I have a lasagna. He'd be like, no, 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 no Ted. He's like, <laughs> a boiled lasagna face. Yes. <laughs> a boiled lasagna face. I know. <laughs> I hate him. Yeah, me too. I'm so glad he's gone. Me too. But... Oh, my God. <laughs> but did you see the thing where Trump kind of insinuated that his dad was in league with Lee Harvey Oswald and assassinating JFK? No. Wait, he's starting another rumor. <laughs> he just, like, yeah, he, like, said something about some tweet someone sent him, and he was like, I heard that Ted Cruz's dad was with Lee Harvey Oswald the day that JFK was shot. You do the math. And it's like, dude. <laughs> dude, you know that none of your supporters can do math, for starters. <laughs> It's crazy how many actual racists, like, on Twitter, you, you see, like, these weird, like, anti-Zionist, anti-black, anti, like, like the, nice. the, 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 the white genocide Twitter accounts, and yeah. they all are like, white genocide is real, hashtag Trump 2016. Right. It's like, holy shit, these people exist, and they actually are the base of his, his voting uh, yes. contingency. They are going to be the ones who show up in November. Oh, it's fuck. crazy. Oh, They're not just shit. fringe people. They are his. They are the reason he is where he is. Them and the media. Those are the two things that are the re- that are why he has the nomination now. Mm-hmm. It's crazy he has the nomination. I cannot believe it. Yeah. Well, we'll just have to do our best to vote vote uh, his ass out of the White House. God bless, which we will. But Ted Cruz for this week, your pathetic lasagna ass gets double tongue of the week. Uh, All right. Um, And our good friend of the week is, or are? Our moms. Moms. Moms everywhere. Yeah, thanks, mom, for giving birth to me. Thank you to all the moms who literally one day decided, like, I'm just going to ruin my puss. Because I want to do the most noble uh, duty a human can do, which is have a child. Yeah. Like, I'm going to 
destroy this thing down here. Okay. Make it into a catcher's mitt with like a lot of placenta blood going on. Maybe even shit my pants in front of a stranger. (laughs) You don't know that doctor and you shit your pants for us? Yeah. Yeah. They shit. Okay. Moms shit. Yep. They do. A lot. For us. No, when we are born, they shit. I know. I understand this. Yes. Yes. It's very gross. It's so nice. It's like watching a barnyard animal give birth. Yes. It's amazing. It's the exact same thing. They're like cows who push out ugly little cows. How dare they look at our ugly ass and say, this was worth it. You are so nice, moms. Yeah, thanks, moms. That's Um, crazy. We are not worth it. We're crying. We're screaming at first. We're not even really that happy to see you, I'm going to be honest. Like, we're like, wait, the world is hideous. Like, put me back in your puss. Dude, kids suck. We suck. And they're still just like, I just shit my pants in front of a stranger named Dr. Donald. And right. literally, I don't give a shit. Like, I'm thirsty. I've had ice chips for the last two days, and I'm so happy. So not you, not only do they push us out of their bodies, but they also, like, feed and take care of this ungrateful little fucking thing. Yeah. That, like, is just a, a black hole of consumption and need and, and like, doesn't right. even, doesn't, it grows up and doesn't even, like, like you for, like, five years of its life. Totally. Totally. Like, I'm going to hate you for a while, then I'm going to love you, and then for, like, another few years, I'm going to hate you again when I'm, like, really angsty. Like, um, you're so nice. Yeah. It's crazy. The husband is, like, trying to get, they're like, "Uh uh-uh, I'm breastfeeding tonight. Like, we're priorities all the time. Right. Moms are crazy cool. So thanks, moms. Thanks, moms. You guys are unbelievable. Just the choice to have a kid is so, like, oh, my God, I cannot believe it. It's amazing. Right. Unless you, unless you're an awful mom, and then you can go fuck yourself. But yeah, honestly, some moms will fuck you. Like, uh, right. how dare you? <laughs> some you can just have kids because you. you're like, oh, I can have them, so I'm going to. No, right? It's a choice. You have to it be prepared. You have to be ready for it. And it's a responsibility. It's a responsibility. Can you handle it? I think Ask both yourself. of I think both of our mothers handled it brilliantly. Brilliantly, beautifully, amazingly. All the moms listening, we love you. Yes. But then some other moms. Yeah. Fuck you. Fuck you. Right. But then the moms we love, bye. Yeah. <laughs> then the other ones, yeah. Okay, so, that's it. That's it. We're done. We're, We're done. done. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys for listening. Um, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> and uh, see you next week. See you next week. Be be, be, be moving. Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. Give a little time for the child within you Don't be afraid to be young and free Undo the locks and throw away the keys And take off your shoes and socks and run Run through the meadows, scare up the milking cows Run down the beach, kicking clouds of sand Walk a windy weather day, feel your face blow away Stop and listen, love you